0: Alright troops, gonna gees a gies, uh, quick heeds up that what you're about to pipe me your lugs is the glick at ramblings of two numpties needs us, so I not complain, I've tell you. Enjoy the proper night and i be a we we be on, alright?
1: Welcome to Brother Date Mailbag Edition. I'm Matthew. Hi, I'm Judah. Hey, we know, you know what we used to do that we don't do anymore? Was just uh, just shoot the shit. Oh yeah, hell yeah. You know what? You know normally now what we do is we just go right in the mailbag and then right from from mailbag end up maybe a a a body email and then from there maybe right into a tournament or a project or whatever. Yep. Um. But all of our good, good friends, all, all the wonderful boys and girls out there listening, what they miss is that good J&M stuff. Yeah, right? what's what's sticking in your craw? Getting it right in their B, where they want it. Um, <laughs> B is for brain in this instance. Sure, Don't, yeah. You have a dirty mind. Everyone knows it's brain. Um, I was, I'm very lazy, so I order groceries on the
2: internet. Okay, I. that's the one... Uh, convenience thing that i have never done i i will for sure order a subway sandwich online before i go pick it up yes so that i don't have to sit there and answer questions about vegetables or get sexually harassed so depending on the subway yeah (laughs) but i have never yet like uh ordered
1: delivery from safeway or even uh like the whole foods prime now stuff yeah there's some stuff that I don't order on that service because I'm afraid they will fuck it up in some way, but well, if you're... I only need general easy things, then that's what I will do. Right? Yeah.
2: Here's the thing: uh, like Katie does use those every once in a while, and they
1: always substitute stuff, and it's she hates it every single time. <laughs> what? And you... so on the Publix one, I'm doing the Publix one, and you can pick replacements or you can say don't replace. Where you get into trouble is if you say replace with the best. Like, make your best fucking choice for me. Right. Because that's when they will fuck up. Anyway, I shared this with you offline that they, as I was checking out, they're like, spend $16.81 more cents and you can save $5. Mm -hmm. And I was baffled by that. By that suggestion, I didn't understand what they were trying to get me to do. It's, that's just how I lose $11.81. I don't understand what the point of doing that would be.
2: I mean, you still get to $16.81 worth of additional items. It just only costs
1: you $11.81. Okay, but what I shared with you is when I was checking out. So I was pretty sure I had what I needed.
2: Right, you had the stuff you wanted in
1: there. Yeah, I was done. What I didn't share with you was that earlier in this same filling up my cart online, um. They had a deal that said, spend $30 on Frito-Lay's products. Oh, God. And you'll get free shipping. And I went, that's that's insane. Why would I spend $30 to save $4? That's ridiculous. And then I went, hm, but I would like to get nine bags of chips. So I got nine <laughs> bags of chips.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they'd already got you with one of these, and now you
1: don't understand why they presented you with a second one? <laughs> so they got me with it. Not only... Was I mad that they presented it again, but I was so mad that I sent it to you and went, what are these fuckers trying to do? And only after I'd sent you that message did I go, oh, they already got me once. They totally already got me. How many chili cheese Fritos can a man eat? I only got one bag of
2: chili cheese Fritos, you son of a bitch. (laughs) So one bag. You know, those bags aren't that big.
1: No, I got... You notice
2: that they make those Fritos bags smaller? Is that because the corn chips stack better?
1: uh, Yeah, because I think by weight those end up being heavier because yeah. like you said you can they get jammed in there more but i got lots of different kinds of chips but um what's wrong with me
2: uh like why did you why fall did I do the, that why though? did you do the first one and then get
1: mad about the second one like you you introduced me to, your, to my wife 10 years ago why did you do that right that's right. what i'm saying why why did i do that and then also why can't i just go to the store
2: uh I don't know. I don't know where your nearest Publix is. I Now, because I've been there, I do know where the Piggly Wiggly is, but it
1: doesn't seem to have a parking lot. Uh, no. not a good one. Yeah, you kind of just park right on the side of the building. Yeah. It's got like one row of parking. Well, that's um, a bummer when you're going to the
2: store. What if I want to buy a bunch of different sodies and then line them all up in the
1: fridge? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> you don't do what dad did? I don't do what dad did. He didn't pass that on? <clears throat> when he died no he's not dead i mentioned I som- last time he's technically alive
2: <laughs> sometimes uh sometimes if i'm uh, like the get your cart to $25 to get free shipping gets me sometimes like when i'm on uh jet pens oh obviously <laughs> just, i buy most things on amazon but the pen stuff i often buy on jet pens and then i'm like huh eh. I have one $18 pen in my cart. I got to find $7 worth of stuff to buy. Yeah. Cuz and here's the thing, it's cuz it ships from San Jose and I'm like it should be free anyway.
1: Yeah, but it's not. No. You got to spend the extra money. I have to spend the extra $7. Yeah. Well, I don't know what it is, but for some reason I totally fell for it and uh then after my outrage about the other offer, I was like, uh, "Ah. No, I'm the problem." <laughs> the problem's me. The problem's not Publix. We're all vulnerable to these things. So actually, just let me make a public apology to Publix. I, a, let me make a Publix apology. Because I was saying bad things about them to people on the internet, and I shouldn't do that. Because I'm the problem. Yeah, and for my part, Publix, I have
2: no relationship with you, but uh, Katie often talks about uh,
1: your good deli counter. I got that cake that we ate when you guys were here from Publix. I don't know if you remember that cake that I got for your birthday. The little, hey, the little the little one. I don't remember it. After we went out to Puckett's grocery.
2: Oh. <sighs> yeah, I was I was busy thinking about a very traumatic thing that happened while you were getting the car.
1: <laughs> Is this a good time to talk about it?
2: No, I mean absolutely not. <laughs> Our dad was where he pooped his pants, and he was so miserable about it, <clears throat> mm. and we were standing right outside the place that it had bathrooms, <laughs> and we were like, do you just want to go in there? And he was like, no. You said
1: absolutely not, but then you said it. Oh,
2: yeah, but listen.
1: You broke, uh, you broke the rule, but you didn't just break the rule. Yeah, it's like you said, it. if I'm going to break it once, I'm really going <laughs> to fucking shatter this fucking rule. Like, it's yeah. like there's a, a maybe a rule against not paying college athletes. You said, well, if I'm going to break it and you paid an athlete $400 million, <laughs> you said, I'm going to get caught either way. I might as well go for it.
2: Uh, it's just everything else that happened that day, I don't remember.
1: Okay, well, that's fair.
2: I don't remember how what we did after we got back from Puckett's Grocery.
1: Yeah, we got back and we had cake and then... And then I thought you were tired, but maybe you were just sad. And then I, so I drove you back to your place. So that's all. That's pretty much it. Yep. And
2: then I had, and then I had a long, hard think about my life and I was depressed for two weeks. (laughs) I had two weeks off when I got home from that trip to Nashville and I didn't do anything.
1: You know, I remember that you weren't really doing anything. I fucking barely got out of bed. But I'm sometimes like that. But why? So my trip ruined your life? The trip to my place, I mean?
2: I mean, it was just, you know how much I look like Dad. <laughs> and it's just, it's very difficult not to look at him and think, this
1: is my future. All right, but to be fair, you only, you look like Dad a little bit less than Jonathan Frakes. So. <laughs> okay. There's someone that we. Well, how's he doing? There's someone that we know pretty intimately, I think. Oh, i heard they're remaking Gargoyles. He might be okay. <laughs> who looks a little bit more like our dad, so. He should have a real fucking talk with himself in the mirror about where his yeah. life's going. Then
2: uh, it shat
1: up my whole November. Wow. Sure. Yeah. Wow, we are. You know what? We are doing therapy today. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> I didn't know that. See, I thought it was just like when I have time off, I'm horrible at. Ha- I'm the worst at having time off. I spend ninety percent of my time off worrying about how to spend it. Oh. A whole day, I'm like, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this? And I hate every idea that I have, and then it's 11 p.m., and I'm like, well...
2: Yeah, there was for (laughs) sure stuff I wanted to do during that time off that I just did not do. Mm. Uh, Mostly, I spent it sitting in front of the computer. A lot like a regular work day. Right. Just not working.
1: but watching Star Trek,
2: probably. I did watch some Star Trek.
1: Uh, But, yeah,
2: uh, so... Uh, you got right, a cake well, from Publix? Yeah. Well, you you and don't. Remember we apologize it. to Publix for tying the brand back into this horrible story.
1: <laughs> a Publix apology for Publix again. I apologize. Oh boy. Yeah. You know what? We should just get into the mailbag. And this was your great idea. You know let's, no, not, let's not. Instead let's of doing do a mailbag, it Let's just go free form. <laughs> nope. From now on, we're <laughs> <it's> very structured. <laughs> My, My brother, brother date. date. From now on, it's <laughs> mailbag first and right into projects. <laughs> we're not doing any small talk. On the eleventh, Ryan
2: wrote at brother date. Help me understand how technological achievement <laughs> correlates to evolving into energy beings, though. Mm. I wish I could. Listen, it's a tough one, for real. Uh There are a couple of... Uh, it doesn't make sense in a real world context, but there's a couple of things about Star Trek that aren't real world. Sure. Number one, energy beings are
1: everywhere. Yeah, they're like all over the fucking galaxy. They're,
2: they're all over. They've all visited Earth 400 times in the past. Uh it's the ancient aliens world of Star Trek for sure. Number two, thoughts shape
1: reality. Yeah, that might have something to do with it. Maybe you get to yeah. that point where you're just good enough at it, like a Wesley, but even more maybe. Yeah, and you just be like, uh, I would, I think we should probably be made out of uh, mysterious energy.
2: Yeah, what does Wesley's insight into subspace help him manipulate it
1: with his mind? You know. Um, it's also a galaxy where if you are an energy being, you can get into people's computers and put the P. You could put a P on their pad so that they know you're out there floating around in the cloud. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I don't know why he couldn't have just written, help, hey, it's me, it's, it's Picard. It's me, I'm the one out here, the one you guys, don't forget me, don't just leave, I'm out here, I'm Picard.
2: I still know what letters are, but apparently that's as far as I can do, I don't know.
1: Maybe if they'd given him ten more minutes, he could have spelled out the rest of his name.
2: He never seems to be a big computers guy, frankly. Maybe maybe language wasn't his problem.
1: Maybe yeah, maybe he accessed that P and he's like, "Oh, that fucking took forever. I don't know I don't know my way around these fucking computers." Hopefully yeah, maybe they can he, get it from P.
2: He found the button in the console that lets you rearrange the UI, mm-hmm. like lets you make a custom UI. Oh yeah, he totally console. he
1: missed the button that lets you type. Oh yeah,
2: he totally missed that. Yeah, he missed any any ability to label things on the screen. All he found was he could move all them little buttons around until they made a P.
1: So it's that <sighs> it's that kind of universe. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it could be. Are you? i just got to interject here. Are you now depressed thinking about when you were depressed? What are you talking about? I just I don't want the whole show to be ruined.
2: I'm I for sure I'm not spiraling. I don't know <laughs> okay. what you're talking about. Oh, you're good.
1: Good, because let's try to stay upbeat. Because you're about to be on the clock, motherfucker. I'm very so, uh, yes, exactly. I'm very up. This is supposed to be the best part of the week. The few minutes before you have to be on the clock.
2: <laughs> uh, the well, yeah. The best part, obviously, the best part of the Star Trek week is the moment we're done with the Star Trek podcast, and then yeah, we get that the week I'm whole week off. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, also on the 11th, Ryan wrote at brother date Holy shit, that was a long episode. Um probably i think we looked into it and the longest episode of last year was the last one we released so
1: not a surprise again it was six episodes instead of five right exactly
2: yep and it it was long uh the good news is we have only six more episodes to go before tos is is done so good uh when that drops off I mean, the the TOS has been so inscrutable that we haven't been spending a ton of time on it lately. I was going to say, I
1: often don't have a lot of notes because it's like, (laughs) it's so, uh, everything about it is, everything's TOS flavored. And after a while, you don't have much to say about it. Like, ah, it's another one that's bad for women. Oh, it's another one where... They don't care about what's happening on the ship as much as they care about what the lady's wearing or whatever, or whether she's beautiful. It's important that she's beautiful, that kind of thing. Right? Yeah. So yeah, there's not a whole lot to say, really.
2: Yeah, but you know, it'll cut
1: thirty. It'll minutes? cut the
2: twenty minutes off where I describe the episode, right? If nothing else, <laughs> that's right. That's a good. That's a good. My too start. long. My too long uh, summary of the episode will be gone.
1: We should. Um, we should play some kind of game to decide who's going to do the. The uh, episode descriptions on the four, the four Oh, we
2: could we could switch it up. We don't have to stick. Like I figured, I would just take Voyager off of your hands.
1: Well, if you have a preference, we can do it if that way. But I don't have a preference, so if you don't have a preference, we should. We I don't know. We should find some kind of game we can play.
2: We'll figure it out. We'll work it out. Yeah. Uh, Again, the six. It's a minimum of eleven more weeks in real life before we're done. Not a big
1: deal. I'm I'm going to live virtually forever, so. We can spend I as did, much time I on I this I did project. just find that out, yeah. <laughs> going to live nearly forever.
2: Uh, still on the theme of Star Trek, Ryan writes, uh, on the fence about whether time travel or shapeshifters are worse, omnipotent beings also frustrate me, but I love Q episodes for some reason.
1: Yeah, that is weird to like the Q episodes.
2: Uh, time travel. Time travel is more upsetting than shapeshifters for me. They do it so much more often.
1: Yeah, Odo's the only time we spend with shapeshifters in any detail.
2: There's no... Odo never shapeshifts into Tupac. Do you know what I'm saying by this? (laughs) You're
1: saying you're mad because when Tupac went back in time, he became Tupac?
2: Yeah, essentially, right? (laughs) Like, we never get... Or... I guess this is this is not a time travel episode, but there's an episode of Deep Space Nine where Cisco is just a science fiction writer in the 40s or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't. I forget what the deal is with that, whether that's um, real or not. He, uh,
1: you know, I'm, I'm going to say it and it's going to make you very upset because it's actually maybe worse than time travel. He touches an artifact. Oh, okay. Got it. And cool. And then he has a
2: experience. Uh, one of the Tears of the Prophets? Something like that, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> right, super good. <laughs> yeah, okay, so it's a metaphor.
1: Yes. Got it. Oh, it's a very real metaphor that makes another appearance later. It's um, They do a lot with that, because I think he really... He was down for that whole episode, and it may have... I don't know, it may have been well thought of, so... So here's the thing
2: about time travel episodes. There's, like, exactly one episode where they time travel back but like to still weigh in the future right yeah they're when they time travel they're coming back here and they're showing us the 90s but they can't say Microsoft that's right they have so to they say Chrono Works um or and fucking evil Bill Gates that fucking guy <laughs> or we're, or it's Carbon Creek or it's Mark Twain
1: yeah
2: right so uh,
1: shapeshifting stuff is never that <laughs> or it's, or it's that great console in that guy's office in 2023 20, 20, San Francisco, with whatever year it's supposed phone. to be. Yeah, <laughs>
2: with the fucking and a car, credit card reader too.
1: It's, you can do all your business on it, but not in like a small convenient package. No, no. Uh,
2: so the you know again. Uh, it, it Odo turns into a glass that's the number one or he's turned into a rat or something and they don't say it but you know he only weighed one rat's worth while he was there It's it doesn't make any sense and in, in what's the great link and so on
1: Look, I hate but... it that he can manipulate mass I wish they would just say he can manipulate mass and then we could just move on but like he's found a way he's changed constants of the universe he knows how to do it but sure what I also wish they would explain how his own um, consciousness works and how he perceives the universe, because I want to know when he's a glass, what's his brain? If, uh-huh. he's, if he perfectly recreates a glass and you can't even you scan him and you just scan a glass, how can he tell what's happening on the outside? How can right. he think? How can he reason, how does he not just forget and be a glass forever?
2: Yes, his consciousness continues to exist.
1: I, it's I not, wish I could understand that.
2: It's not a trap that catches eighty percent of young shapeshifters. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> make don't. sure you hey, make sure you <laughs> shapeshift into something else sentient.
1: Yes, you have to be sentient with sort of a, a reasonable uh, overlap in intelligence, because right, you don't want to get stuck being a crow or whatever.
2: Yeah, it's extremely dumb, but they then also don't use that to make a bunch of com- half half-hearted commentaries about us. And I understand that that's the point of science fiction. Yeah. But they're, you know, they use shapeshifters for other other science fiction tools. Like, it's an examination of paranoia in Deep Space Nine right now. Yes. So. And then as, as for omnipotent beings, I'd argue that we've never seen one. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to say, right? Sometimes. I'm, I remind everyone that Q is afraid of being stunned. And phaser. is
1: just constantly outsmarted, like all the time.
2: That's right. Everyone is has to, for plot reasons, everyone has to be outsmarted permanently. Kevin Uxbridge could make all of the Dowd, I'm sorry, all of the Hoosnock everywhere disappear. Yeah. But... He He's real dumb. He, he can't, can't think, keep it a secret even for a always second. Always five steps behind Picard.
1: He's just well, come on. His plan is really bogus. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have my little patch of grass on this planet with my wife, and then every time it gets blown up, I'm gonna recreate it in one second.
2: That's, I don't know. He know has a they, horrible they, plan. <laughs> I don't know if it's explained how long ago the Hoosnocks were there, but he is clearly still in his feelings about yes. it.
0: He, has, he wants his, to get his, caught. His
2: plan contains no logic. He's just gonna dance. In that's, his house with the his only dead one
0: wife,
1: that kind of makes sense because he he wants to get caught. I think, I yeah, think, a bit. yeah, that's why he submits to Picard. He is no definitely authority. like,
2: please punish me, and yes. Picard's like, uh, buddy, <laughs> I, uh... Uh, we all feel so bad for you that we're gonna let you go. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pretend that there's a legalistic explanation for it, but
1: yeah, and like uh, other times where they're, I don't even know if they're if they're outsmarted, but they give up like Nagilum. I don't know if Nigelum, what he <laughs> yes. does, what his deal is, but Picard's like, I'm gonna blow up the ship, and Noguillam goes, hey, yeah, "You win." Picard's,
2: Picard's gonna take his ball and go home, and Noguillam's like, "All right, I guess that's not interesting at all to <laughs> yeah, me."
1: But it's like if he's so powerful, he could study all his ways of dealing death, all 300 or whatever he says, uh, instantaneously, couldn't he? Like you'd think I, he's pretty powerful, and Picard's like, "I'm setting a timer, 20 minutes." Nigilam should just go, "That's plenty of time for me."
2: But not only, so, not only that, but also. Even uh, black on the right was able to control the ship, control like to turn off the self destruct. Eventually,
1: yeah, it's um, it doesn't
2: even occur to
1: Nagelum. People's powers are not well explained, and what they're doing because they're not that into what they're up to versus uh, getting beat by Picard or whatever, it's hard to say. I know Q brags like, his IQ is 3,000 or whatever he says, but like... It, do- it does
2: not appear to... It- it- don't it- you don't so. see it on the screen.
1: I don't see a lot of deep thinking, for for sure.
2: Because he knows he knows that a, a micro black hole passed through a solar system and fucked up a moon's orbit or
1: something? Yeah, like, Picard laughs in his face and says, Riker will beat him. Yes. And Q still somehow gets beat in that episode. Now, you would think there would be some motivation there to be like, I'm definitely going to win this one, though. Yeah. Because well. that fucking guy laughed in my face and told me that beef head over there is going to beat me. So I'm going to win this one. No, he goes down like a fucking punk. I mean, that was season one Riker's a very different animal. Well, he only wins when everyone on the bridge tells him to eat shit. That is true. He's like, oh. that is, even that is not his proudest moment. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Even he's like, oh, I guess I. Uh, all right. Well, I, no one wants any of this stuff, so you can have it back. To you, I, it, it didn't go the way I wanted it to. Uh,
2: finishing out the 11th, Ryan wrote, "Uh, yeah, pretty old booze. Sorry. Uh, which is odd because he had written that's some pretty old booze before, so I don't know. And with that, I am entirely caught up. Oh, good for him. All right, Ryan. Uh, Of course, that was 10 days ago. I wonder if he's seen the Star Trek one since. Listen to the Star Trek one since.
1: Uh, No, he sees them. He puts like a visualizer on there and he he watches it intently. On the 12th, Shannon wrote in, "Uh, At brother
2: date, we put Christmas decorations up every year and are never home for the actual day. Yeah, that's Putting them up is fine, but taking them up down after not having enjoyed them on Christmas is a bit of a bummer.
1: Yeah, that's in response to what I was saying where I I told Marshawn, I don't think I'm going to do Christmas next year. There's (laughs) no point. I put it up. We don't do anything Christmassy. The decorations stay up while I'm in California. I come home. Everyone's already taken their shit down. And I'm like, I guess guess we should take this down now. (laughs) Like, we didn't do anything with it.
2: She also writes, uh, also, don't go having a kid thinking it'll get you out of Christmas travel. Uh, it's not just having the kid is just the excuse Yeah And then being uh, crotchety uh, cr- Not family appreciating person I don't know how to describe the the crazy way we have a family Um, How about this? I have four aunts Uh-huh I see I'm oh, sorry, geez, one of them died I have three <laughs> aunts Well, hey, you <laughs> was, know what? There you the,
1: go No, 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 wait, wait, wait I didn't even know how many we had, so I didn't okay. know if you had already counted that one. <laughs> so I was like, that could be right. That I, might be the I right have uh,
2: three living ants. I see one of them twice a year.
1: Yeah, I, um, I was going to say a person who, when they think about their dad, spins out of control and <laughs> fucking goes into a funk for two weeks. <laughs> <but>. <laughs>
2: Something like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, so any little excuse to not travel at Christmas time would be enough.
1: I mean, you just have to be willing to use the excuse. Uh, yeah. If you got the kid, you it's now, it's now's the time. Yeah. Now exactly. you go, look, I can't come home. This kid, what am I going to do? He's got the, I'm... this kid, he's got that, um, he's got the coronavirus or whatever it's called. Exactly.
2: <laughs> he's got the Wuhan coronavirus.
1: I can't, I can't, I, or at least I can't expose him to the possibility of getting that. Come on, use the excuse. Uh, On the 14th,
2: Shannon wrote, At brother date, if you were forced to have a movie marathon, would you rather it be all 10 TOS and TNG films Mm.
1: or Star Wars 1 through 9? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) This is a game that I hate. Here's two things you hate. What do you want to do?
2: Forced is the absolute key here.
1: Yeah, there's no way that anyone should do this.
2: I don't think I would commit to watching all 10 TOS and TNG
1: films across 10 weekends. That would be 10 depressing weekends. You'd actually want to shorten that up. (laughs) Maybe a little (laughs) bit. You'd want it to be over. (laughs) Yeah, here's the deal. Do I have to watch them by myself?
2: Ooh, that's a good question.
1: Because my enjoyment of bad movies definitely changes if there are other people in the room.
2: Let's assume it's whatever's
1: the worst scenario. So by myself. I got to watch them by myself. Yeah. Because you're being forced to do this. <sighs> God, good Lord. Um, So by myself, the movies I find watchable. Star Trek 2? Star Trek 4? No. Star Trek 2, Star Trek 3, Star Trek 4, Star Trek 6. 3 is not a good movie, but I could watch it because it's you a continuation it. of the arc. Right. 2 through 4 is a story. I can watch that.
2: I can watch... It's got the stuff in San Francisco in the beginning. That's not too terrible,
1: despite despite it being totally brainless. I can watch First Contact. It's it is a brainless yes. action movie, yeah, but I sure. can watch it. That's it. Generations is pretty rough, so that's five of the ten I theoretically find watchable. Like, I, if you forced me to, I could sit down and do it. Right. Star Wars. now let's do the Star Wars. I can watch four. I can watch 5, I can watch 6, I can watch 7. I'm trying to think. 4 of the 9? I think that's it for me. I didn't really enjoy 8. I mean, no, you know what? I think eight's watchable. I think I can watch it.
2: So it's a better percentage. Yes. Uh, here's So here's my thought, and I think this is part of shannon's calculus the star wars movies are a little longer
1: is that because some of them are more modern
2: star trek movie is definitely number one but she didn't specify you have to watch the director's cut (laughs) please
1: don't make me watch the director's cut (laughs) yeah it's true star wars movies are a bit longer and especially modern movies we're going through a period where movies are just for some reason getting longer which i don't understand I actually feel like we've climbed back out of that well. I can't understand it. Like, I thought there was talk 20 years ago about how we'd all lost our ability to like, focus on things.
2: Yeah, so, but then it became a thing like we want to make these theater experiences. And, and so, yeah, anyway, it doesn't like,
1: matter. I got to go to a three-hour Avengers movie? Why? <laughs>
2: that's, a, that's a very good question.
1: I don't know anything that's happening in the Avengers movie. I got to sit through three hours of it. Marjan? I assume she wanted to watch it. <clears throat> so uh, if we had to, if you had to do it like
2: really marathon style, mm, that's so like tough. maybe you get one sleep break because we're, like we we're k- talking about it's too long. Yeah, you'd be a crazy person by the end. Uh, one thing that I think we have to consider is that you're gonna start. You're gonna start this thing. Get your momentum going. And either flag. with Star Trek the Motion Picture. <sighs> Or The Phantom Menace. Oh,
1: they're both so awful. They're both unspeak... No, they're not unspeak- Only one of them's unspeakably awful. There's at least a little bit of value in, in the motion... Star Trek, the motion picture. It's, it, it is a boring film. It
2: It, it is a two-hour movie that feels like three and a half hours. Yeah,
1: but it's not a bunch of people in front of a green screen talking quietly.
2: No, it's endless shots of a cloud yes. chamber while this noise
1: plays... Wow! Yes, yeah, okay, but here's what I get to enjoy. I get to enjoy Kirk taking that guy's ship from him for petty reasons. Uh, yeah,
2: just yeah, walking re- up
1: to him and going, "You're not captain, and I'm captain. I'm the one."
2: That is true. I'm the uh, one in charge. You get to see weird recommitted to Vulcan Spock and yeah, with his hippie hair, beard McCoy,
1: beard McCoy, beard fucking open collar fucking medallion McCoy.
2: He does have a sex medallion. He is a straight fucking BG
1: in that fucking movie.
2: <laughs> and he is complaining about Admiral Nagura reactivating
1: him. Yeah. There's some stuff in that one that I can get behind. I, I don't want to watch little kids. N- not into it.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's uh, definitely not the best part of that movie.
1: All the fucking racial uh, characters The Gungans
2: um, are tough. The nemoidians are tough. Watto is tough.
1: Don't really understand why we should care about anything that happens in that film. The Trade Federation, the blockade of Naboo. I don't I just it's it's an inscrutable film. I yeah, yeah. Yeah. I might I might go with the Star Treks even though technically it's a better percentage of watchable films than the Star Wars.
2: Yeah, and also, if you go with the Star Treks, don't don't forget, you gotta end on Insurrection and the Nemesis.
1: (laughs) I mean, Nemesis is like, it's the worst student film ever made. I don't even understand how, hey, how could you abuse an IP as bad as Star Trek's has been abused? How what is are you that talking allowed? about
2: Star Trek is all about tooling around the desert in a four wheeler <laughs> with a machine gun on the back. It's really, I don't know what you're talking about. It's
1: actually cruel. There's this deep universe that's been built over all these series and everything. And the movies are such a fucking abortion. And all the video games are very bad. And I just <laughs> think, like, what are, they, what are they doing? They could make so much money off this IP and they just can't fucking get out of their own way. It's like fucking D.C., it's like the way they got Superman and Batman. Like, how can you possibly fail? And yeah, then they, they just make nothing but bad films that everyone yeah, hates. So, yeah, yeah.
2: I um, well, I think this might be a split decision.
0: It's I close for would, me. I don't.
2: I think I would do better. So here's the big here's the big question: Do I have to watch them with their actual audio, or can <laughs> I watch them with director's commentary? <laughs>
1: That seems like a cheat. That's a huge cheat. That seems like a cheat that lets you learn instead of listen to fucking Liam Neeson drone on. Yeah, well,
2: that's the thing. I watched, I've watched. i seen the commentary tracks for the prequels several times each, so oh, well, maybe it's much more enjoyable than watching the actual movie.
1: Um, Another one. Do I have to take notes like our Star Trek project? Oh, my God. I've, I might kill myself if I have to. <laughs> Don't do that to me.
2: Can you imagine if we, like, fucking flipped for it and I had the job to summarize the
1: Phantom Menace? Oh my god, it would take four hours. One, why are your descriptions so long? And two, I mean, I wouldn't even have any comments. I would just sit there. You'd run. Your voice would definitely die.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, I'm drinking tea. I'm pounding tea constantly just to talk to you for 30 minutes. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even doing anything... Uh, taxing with my voice. I don't have one of those endurance voices.
1: We should, in fact, we would probably have to plan that podcast to take place on a weekend when we weren't uh, speaking all day for work. Oh, when yeah. We weren't doing for work sure. stuff all day.
2: I might, might have to take some time off. Are you kidding?
1: Well, you'd need two weeks off after we were done just to think well, about your life.
2: For, just for my
1: spiraling depression. Yeah, you know? I get it
2: uh ryan responded to that prompt too but only to ask none of these filler star wars stories for you eh?" to which shannon replied i was trying to keep the numbers about the same and stick to the core movies for the franchises uh Ah. she also was kind enough to leave out the abrams verse movies so we don't have to watch those three well because those are all three unwatchable (laughs) how much sabotage can you listen to
1: i can't do it i can't listen any more sabotage one to, I why would I want to watch The Wrath of Khan and then a shot-for-shot shot remake of The Wrath of Khan? I, <laughs> but, that would be so mean. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. They reverse it in the end. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, it was Spock who tried to save Kirk from sacrificing. Who cares? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a
2: hellish project
1: idea. Yeah, don't say stuff like that. I I didn't like any of that.
2: Yeah, so the real answer to this is if someone has the power to force me to do one of these movie marathons, uh, I'd probably just say, I don't know, you choose. Yeah, like, that's you're, right. I'm not, yeah, this is not for yeah, me. I'm not you're picking making my torture. me do this.
1: Yeah, <laughs> You do it, or uh, if you want, you can just stick something sharp up my butt. Like, I don't care. Yeah, pick a different yeah, you, kind of torture. You
2: apparently have something pretty big over me. Yes. You, you, uh, something is dangling over my head, so yeah, it's a weird... you might as well pick which one of these franchises I have to watch end to end. It's a
1: sick, twisted mind game that I'm not playing.
2: Here and here is the thing. So, I'll, although I think the Star Wars movies are probably higher quality on average, uh-huh. when you watch the prequels, it ruins the originals for you too. Oh because, yeah, like if you then if you then watch A New Hope, you'll be like, oh, he None never could sense. write dialogue.
1: Yeah, well, yes. Not only could he never re- not write dialogue, but nothing that happens in between three and four makes even like 10% sense. Yeah. The whole oh, yeah. setup well, the, for the, the prequels four was
2: undercut the originals a ton. And, and yeah, it's the setup for four is completely
1: botched. which is weird because you had 20 years to think about it and you could have set it up however you wanted and you botched the whole thing. Yeah. So the guy, he took, he took the kid to the planet <laughs> where Darth Vader's from and he stayed he stayed with the family at the people he met when he went to go save his mom and he didn't change the kid's name and then he just lived on the same planet and didn't change his name mhm and then that was the plan
2: and then when people ask him are you obi-wan kenobi no. he just goes i haven't heard that name in a long time <laughs> and then when they when they double down and say so you
1: know him you say of course i do
2: i that's am him. Me.
1: <laughs> that's me i'm you didn't know that ben kenobi who you thought there was two kenobis I mean,
2: he knows who Luke Skywalker is, so probably he wouldn't have just told any rando that. But still, come on.
1: it's Everything about that setup is so uh, wild. It's a yeah. really insane thing. And then he just makes, I mean, even between four and five, he's clearly just making shit up as he goes along. <laughs> he doesn't know where or, this is going. The story absolutely
2: changes in yeah. between, like, four and six. So. He has
1: no idea where this is going. He didn't know Anakin was Luke's dad, or that uh, Luke's dad was, uh, was Darth Vader, and he didn't know that Leia was Luke's sister. He's just making the shit up as he goes.
2: Anyway, I looked into it, and it turns out uh, I was wrong about some things. <laughs> and uh, you have a sister. Congratulations <laughs> from, on that.
1: Um, from a certain
2: point of view. If you kissed her or whatever, don't worry about it. You didn't know. No one. It's no one's fault.
1: He's like, you said Darth Vader killed my father. Why didn't you tell me the truth? And he goes, from a certain point of view. And it's like, oh, really? They wrote him? Does they wrote For a ghost Obi-Wan Kenobi to say, from a certain point of view.
2: and this By the way, this is how you know George Lucas could never write dialogue, because (laughs) Luke Skywalker's
1: next line isn't, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it's uh, baffling. Some baffling choices are made. It's tough. It's a a tough, horrible thing that I hope I never have to do. And that's before we get to the conversation around the latest movie that we have so far skipped. We have skipped having this conversation.
2: Well... Uh, we have our famous audio segment coming up next, and it is Star Wars related, so we might as well just jump into it. That's the end of the mailbag. Anyway. Oh, all right. Good. Let's do it. Uh, headphones?
1: Yeah, I got them off. <laughs> now, call me body.
0: Hello again. It's uh, been a while since uh, I, I did an audio um, contribution. Um, obviously, yeah, uh, as you noted, due to travelling and illness and everything else catching up with us. Um, but it's uh, nice to be uh, nice to be back. Um, there was just the I suppose. Uh, thank you very much for for continuing to participate in fun with flags. Um, I will uh, take the uh, results spreadsheet that has kindly shared with me and then uh, redraw out for uh, round 2's battle Um, and obviously I will include my uh, casting votes then uh, for the respective flags (laughs) it's good to hear quite a few good ones Uh, I do think that um, Matt's love of a particular animal uh, will probably carry the day on uh, one flag in particular because it's such a such a convincing love of the poise and the dignity and the inner inner light really of uh, of said animal.
1: Big fabe
2: <laughs> did did it carry the day, stay tuned. <laughs> yeah.
0: As for um Star Wars, which was the sort of end question really the last um uh, mailbag about my thoughts on uh, the world of Jizz and its uh, <laughs> galactic reach, um, I didn't really like Rise of Skywalker. Much like you know the Internet Collective, uh, I have also been a hu- know, obviously, but I have been a huge fan of the franchise. I used to have all the books of the series before um, Disney discontinued that tract big fan of um, a lot of the TV stuff. We don't get The Mandalorian over here but Star Wars Rebels Clone Wars uh, great Uh, They haven't really gotten into the Resistance animated show Um, but I think Clone Wars and um, Star Wars Rebels actually reach if not surpass a lot of the movies as well so really good stuff if you haven't seen them Uh,
2: Sad thing is that's probably
1: true Yo, is he back in the blanket fort? Oh yeah, maybe. <laughs> he sounds like I didn't Once again it sounds like he's hiding from security. Uh, you know what? I just
2: realized is that the last few I ran through a compressor in Audacity. Uh-huh. And I did not do that this time, so that might be some of the difference in sound <laughs> quality.
1: It once again sounds like he's playing he's fucking solid snake, and for some reason the guy decided he <laughs> needed to do a podcast thing. So we just stopped at some guy's desk and he's like, I got to record this segment for my friend's podcast before. I, and then your stomach hurts because you can see the guard around the corner, but he can't <laughs> see it. <clears throat> I'm sorry. You were uh, saying about the Star Star Wars shows.
2: Uh, I think that it really goes to show the uh, <laughs> the benefit that you can get when you hire
1: actual writers. And by the way, TV writers are some of the worst people on the planet at art. Yep. So, it's not good if they're better than what you're doing in the movies.
2: Yeah. And, uh, I think we, uh, both Clone Wars and Rebels were, had good moments and bad moments. I actually I, technically still have three episodes of Rebels on my DVR to finish.
1: I watched like five seasons of Clone Wars and I just stopped watching because I, uh, it was so samey that after a while it just felt like background music or something like i'd have it on and realize i hadn't paid attention to the last 20 minutes and just missed an episode entirely so i i stopped watching it yeah yeah there's a lot of it yeah and they're going to come out with a new season that is correct yeah is so. that going to be a disney plus deal or is it going to go back on I regular tv sh- i mean shit probably who knows uh was he saying they don't get mandalorian cuz what is disney plus not available there yet
2: uh yeah maybe it isn't or I don't know. I mean, Mandalorian Cause I has they... only existed for, what, about two months?
1: Yeah. But I was like, yeah. you know, the internet should be easy to get it. But I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they lock maybe that shit down. Maybe he's just not a pirate, you know? Maybe they lock it down. I don't know. I just figure, why wouldn't they want people yeah. in uh, other places to give them money?
2: I'm sure they'll get it eventually. Yeah. Uh, let's continue.
0: For worth checking out. Um, but yeah, The Rise of Skywalker, the movie, uh, just seems a shame, especially when you compare it to what the leaks were of some of the original proposals that have just recently came out. It just seemed like, I don't know whether it was designed by committee or that's some definitely. of the stuff, you know, like Sorry,
1: I, I, was, I was just going to say that's exactly the feeling that I had, was that it was weirdly designed by a committee where they wanted to do every idea. It wasn't even like the committee had to vote and pick a few ideas. Just every idea that popped up, they went, "Yes."
2: Yeah, it was a real checklisty. Yeah. Like uh we got to get this in, we got to get that in. N- uh on the checklist was not like explaining anything
1: no. or <laughs> well,
2: once making, you have
1: making anything seem real or verisimilitude. But still, once the checklist is 600 items long, you're kind of fucked on explaining. You just got to put them all in. Yeah. Because that's what the movie was, was every three minutes a new thing happened that no one had ever heard of before, and you just go, I don't. Are they gonna, are we gonna get in? No, we're not getting into it. They're just, uh, they're gonna let it go.
2: And I should point out that I had avoided as much as possible as I have done with Picard. <laughs> Learning anything about it before I went into that, uh, I think I had heard a rumor that the Emperor was going to return, but that was basically it. Yeah, there are some things what
1: I knew. that are hard not to see or hear exactly because you know even if you're not trying to find anything on it someone will just throw it online somewhere yeah and
2: as it turned out that spoiled nothing it's the first sentence in the crawl
1: (laughs) because it's just another sign of a terribly written film we got a big twist uh why don't we just put it in the first second (laughs) yep hey that's not what this
2: movie's about get it out of
1: the way you
2: know and i get it like one of the one of the opening things in uh the force awakens is luke skywalker is missing yeah like,
1: okay okay we're just in it now we're, all right you don't want to explore any of that no we're not going to get into yeah. the psychology of luke he's just gone okay all right well that's right. cool cool um what i thought was weird was you were trying not to see anything about picard but we went to that movie and they played a picard trailer and there was nowhere for you to go they played it twice <laughs> played <laughs> the twice. same one <laughs> yeah that's aggravating
2: and now i listen to uh Various podcasts on the Maximum Fun Network and uh, the last week or so they've been running commercials for the Greatest Generation. Wow. Uh, and how they're going to start their Picard <clears throat> series. How come uh, there are no ads for us? Yeah, it's a good question, Jesse Thorne. Um, and it's just like it's just the sounds from the Picard trailer underneath it the whole time. Like, I just hear Picard talking, and then someone asking him what he's doing out here, and I'm like, is that Seven of Nine, maybe? Yeah, right. He's talking about how 20 years ago, Commander Data sacrificed himself, and I'm like, was that fucking
1: 20 years ago? Oh, yeah, it was, dude. That movie came out a very long time ago. Do You remember, you, me, our sister, and her boyfriend went and saw it in one of those big dome theaters, and we were the only people in the theater. <laughs> It wasn't out for very long. It was like the week after it came out. (laughs) Here's what I don't remember. Walking out of that
2: theater and looking at you and just being astonished. Oh, yeah. That's what happened with Rise of Skywalker.
1: Yeah, I told you I had to go to the bathroom and I handed you my big old drink that I didn't get anywhere near finishing, and I came back from the bathroom, and you had the exact same look on your face. (laughs) I I was
2: (laughs) shell-shocked for quite
1: some time. And we both... We went to a place, and we got some bubble tea or something, and then we went to a place, and we got some... We did some hot pot, and at both places, we just were kind of sighing. Just like... (laughs) So what... But but then when he... uh, So yeah, it was
2: uh, was a tough one. It sounds like uh, we have some specific moments coming up, so let's dive back in.
0: Coming back, I'm kind of okay with it. It happened in the books. I think it could have done better. I would have rather not seen him as some sort of glorified marionette for most of it being dangled about a room. But him creating Snoke and manipulating Kylo and doing all that stuff, I think that's all good. That's sort of what the big bad Lord of the Sith should be doing, but I think there were just too many missed opportunities. Uh, they kept trying to go for this sort of weirdly romantic connection between Kylo and Rey, and at the same time that they were sort of some sort of like forced brother and sister. Um. So that was just weird.
2: It was weird, but it, boy, was it super set up and by the other two
1: movies, huh? Sorry, which part? I was thinking about my own problems with Star Wars. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I totally... I was thinking about my own things with Star Wars. I'll talk about them in a second. What? Which one? So he <laughs> he thinks that the romantic tone
2: between oh. Ky-
1: Kylo and Rey is
2: very strange, and that also it, it contrasts with the fact that they're, they're almost presented like uh, brother and sister in the Force.
1: Yes, yeah.
2: Like, they are whatever a dyad in the Force is and means. <laughs> we'll never know. Seems like some new technology. <laughs> we'll never know. Some, some, new, some new shit we just learned about the Force.
1: Uh-huh. Uh But,
2: uh you know, in the last movie, they kept having those visions of each other and... Kylo Ren had his shirt off, which was a wild ride for everyone. Yeah,
1: and she seemed either attracted or repelled. I couldn't tell.
2: She was, like, uh, (laughs) perpetually wet in most of those. Like, she had either just been in the pool or it was just raining or something.
1: So Yeah, and uh, he had one of those, like, real 1950s bodies where it just, like, the more he works out, the wider he gets. He,
2: ah, it's weird. They're too much lats. Like just I like, don't know what the stop doing pull-ups, man. You're there. Just like,
1: weirdly wide. Just like you took the slider and you just went all the way and you just you slid him to width all the way up. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, monster like Factory. They,
2: hey, if the ideal shape is supposed to be a V, <laughs> but, like, the angle at the bottom is not supposed to be 90 degrees.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's what his body looked like.
2: Um, it's very, it's very, it very distressing to see.
1: I just, I wish they would explain why, if you get stabbed or cut in half or drop down a shaft, why you don't die. <laughs>
2: yes, yes, there is. I swear. <laughs> Someone floats some weird theory that the Emperor is back by means of Sith alchemy or ancient secrets or something.
1: Yeah, isn't it one? Of the, isn't it the Hobbit or something?
2: No, I don't no? think it's him. I think uh, I think old Poe says po? that one. Okay,
1: it's like, yeah, or something. I don't know.
2: Yeah, something like that. And then when they run <laughs> Which, into by him, way, he's I definitely
1: like, looked over at you when he said that. Like, what the fuck's
2: happening? Yeah. And then they run into the old emperor himself, and he's like, I've been dead before. And like, okay, cool, so we're not going to get an explanation? I
1: mean, like, you know, a lot of the time we will say from Alcatine Hunger Force, this don't matter. D- don't <laughs> don't this matter. Don't matter. This matter. That's almost what they say. Yeah, pretty much. Like, or something, I don't know. So it'd be great to get an explanation on that. Like... Darth he all gets cut. He is in a half. fucking
2: Mary like you mentioned Solid Snake earlier. He <laughs> is basically a Metal Gear Solid 3 or 4 boss. Yes. That's like a weird marionette that keeps t- saying cryptic shit about how if you kill if you kill me then I'll become you and you're like <laughs>
1: God, should I kill Also,
2: him? if you have a memory card in uh <laughs> port number 2, then it'll it'll tell you about how you play. It doesn't matter, but sure. like
1: Yeah, okay, so Darth Maul got cut in half and thrown down a long shaft, and he lived. he lived. I don't know what that's about.
2: We've seen him both in uh, movies and on TV since then.
1: And then Mr. Emperor got fucking power slammed. yep right down a big
2: down a big electricity shaft electricity by the way his only known weakness so far didn't
1: he appear to explode
2: i just it did uh there was definitely a big rush of energy when he hit whatever was down there but whether or not he exploded the the whole station exploded about five minutes later (laughs)
1: the death star exploded but then he's just back and they can't explain that and then it's like so who put him on that system who marionetted him what's happening nothing we get no information on any of it
2: and they don't uh as barry says i think in the so here's the trouble i read a bunch of them star wars books back when i was going through a my uh, 007 best no no best (laughs) novels of the 2000s phase which uh are good but they're also all bummers so i would like
1: Oh, you'd want read, to split them up.
2: I'd like read the corrections, and then I'd read, you know, uh, s- some novel set in the Old Republic, and then uh-huh. I'd read whatever. But uh, Disney decanonized them right about the time I hit the novelization of The Phantom Menace. Uh, okay. So I hadn't read any. I was doing them in chronological order. I hadn't read any of the shit that came after. So I have a very limited understanding of this, but like I think Palpatine came back about fifteen times in the extended universe as like a weird Force clone or whatever. The shit got wild. Uh, Disney probably made the right call.
1: Yeah, except he's but, still back.
2: But again, no, no attempt to explain it. Yeah. I'm gonna ask you a I'm gonna ask you a question, Matt. That I think I did not ask you, but which you probably will be mad at because you've been mad at this before. Okay. Uh, was there an actual audience of Sith, or was
1: that a metaphor? <laughs> um, well, I'm not. I'm not nearly as mad about this. I mean, because when you asked if that was a metaphor, I was baffled. <laughs> what else could it be? What else could it be? She, she, magic. It's yeah. Uh, this one, I don't know. I mean, I'm, seriously, like I, those could have been all the real Sith just hanging out.
2: Because I don't after, know what
1: his powers are and what their powers are.
2: How do he beefs it? There's not like. It doesn't seem like there's a bunch of dead Sith, or, like, Sith running to escape the building, or...
1: That's alright. Everyone there got the equivalent of being thrown down a shaft, and they'll be back the next time we need them. They'll be back almost instantly. But yeah, there were a bunch of Sith, and then suddenly she was able to tap in to all, all the Jedis?
2: Yeah, well, don't, don't in in one of the 15 opening sequences of the movies, she... Uh, talked about how she'd been trying to make contact with all the Jedi who came before her, but oh, wow. was not having any success, and Leia was like, um...
1: As far as we know, you, only, like, three uh, of them little, know how to be ghosts. Aren't you a little
2: short for a stormtrooper? <laughs> anyway, keep it up. You'll get there.
1: <laughs> That's right. She basically said something that they already had filmed her saying before, right. so she's like, um... You know, you're a scoundrel or something, and then Ray's like, no, I'm not! That was, yeah, like, was, was meant like, for like, home, uh, but...
2: I thought I recognized your stench when I came on board.
1: <laughs> Ray's like, "That's not nice." I Ray's was training. Like, anyway, I was trying
2: to reach the Jedi's, and she's like, "You will, though."
1: <laughs> By the way, there's so much from the movie that I don't remember because I had s- s- half the movie I'm reacting. Half it of the was, movie I was reacting to things that were making me upset. It was pretty shocking stuff. But it's just rapid. Fi- it was rapid fire. It was. Yeah. It you really was. It was
2: you couldn't get settled. The first 20 minutes of the movie were like a Michael Bay trans, uh, Transformers movie. Yep. Except without the weird transforming
1: sounds. And then also with dead Leia just interspersed. She has a lot yeah. of stuff in the beginning where that's, as we've discussed off air, was a space ghost interview. where they just, It was a space ghost interview. They took stuff that they had filmed her saying in the past and then just had Ray and other people reacting to it. Yeah. And it didn't have anything to do with what was happening in the film. And it just, none of it made any sense. It was like... Uh, it was like Space Ghost talking to Tyra Banks.
2: Anyway, at one point she just turns and walks away, and uh, I forget if it's the Hobbit or Poe, but the, one of them says uh, she knows what she has to do to save her son. <laughs> That's right. You're like, what's happening? What? And the, what that is is exit from the movie. <laughs> That's Right. Uh, I forget. I forget where we <laughs> left off here.
0: Um, I think I would have rather they'd played the brother and sister angle because it then reflect not directly, but like this weird. You know creatures that have a force connection.
2: Yeah, it's extremely stupid that there's any romance between them because he kidnaps her. Yeah. Tries to do a mind R. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And the, but I guess that's okay because she was able to turn it back on him yeah. in the Force Awakens. Then so she, now he's not menacing at all. Then she, then cuts, she cut him, cuts his face, a, cuts his face. And also, then,
1: she she remembers one of her many space dads got killed by him on Han Solo. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh yeah, there's no real good reason they should be hanging out. It's just that they were able to get in each other's minds, which I guess was a kind I mean, of intimacy. I, that's something, but, like, this guy's not nice. I know there were people in between the films who were shipping that oh, relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty hard. I may have read
2: one chapter no. of a fan novel written by someone <laughs> that I know personally.
1: <laughs> and it was about that?
2: It is... Yes. I have the whole novel. I just was only able to give her notes on one chapter. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just load it up and see what she titled it. Because it is there's also Star Wars nine. Not a confirmed podcast listener, I'm guessing. Uh oh, it is uh no no, not a not a podcast <laughs> listener. Uh it appears to have been called uh The Resolve Into Grey.
1: That's not that's not amazing.
2: Yeah. Anyway, it is a they do some shipping.
1: Well that's Oh well. Uh
2: yeah. It is dumb. It doesn't make any sense that she should be in love with this guy.
1: Look, dude, uh, she would un- have
2: Until the end of this I don't until the end of this movie when they do a kiss, it didn't seem like he was in love with her at all, but whatever. They
1: she would have gone with Ben. Right, uh, yes, exactly. Not Kylo, though. Yeah, yeah, she,
2: she could sense that there was still good in it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, because it would have sort of reminisced about Luke and Leia and what might have been from their story. And then um, I think it just made the story a lot better. And the biggest mistake was, I believe, I believe from what I've read down to Disney, the final scene, um, it just doesn't make sense. There was too many things that were, like, where they'd set up rules about how certain things work, and then they just, like, smash those rules. Like, even in the very beginning of the movie, when they're hyperspacing around, which all of a sudden looks like teleporting, there's jumping from place to place in the galaxy instead of what was set up with the movies originally, Is it's, you know, it's the only conceivable way of getting from planet to planet, but it's not instantaneous, it's still quite a while sometimes days before you get anywhere
2: I think part of the problem is it's very poorly set up in the earlier movies you never know how long any of those trips take
1: yeah um, I never got the feeling they were very interested in telling the details of any of the stories so they don't tell you a lot about the distance between things right or the time it takes to get there or how hyperspace works
2: Yeah, exactly. So, like, we know it takes some time for uh, Luke and Obi-Wan to get to Alderaan. they have enough time for him to set up that little impromptu lightsaber training? What are you talking about
1: impromptu? That's how they've always trained. Yeah,
2: sorry. I forgot that it turns out that that's standard Jedi training, and he probably brought all that shit on board, except maybe that blast shield, it looked like it it belonged on the ship. But that, whatever.
1: Star Wars fucking sucks.
2: Um, But, like... No one says it's going to take 14 hours or whatever, and if they had just said that, then they probably wouldn't have been able to get away with this. But ships have been just blipping in whenever they needed to for several
1: movies. Oh, yeah. I mean, the last movie, they're always just... I mean, they're fucking hyperspacing around, and because there's hyperspace tracking, the other ships are just following them, and they appear to go everywhere instantaneously. Yeah, exactly. So...
2: uh. Someone should have made better rules about it, but it would have been... Bo- well, the well, first it wouldn't movie would not a science movie, fiction movie, so it's like...
1: It, it wouldn't have mattered when they got to this movie because they weren't interested in either explaining or following rules. They just, like, this movie right. is a hundred thousand things happen. It, we're not going to get into any of it.
2: But yeah, that teleport, that, that
1: uh, light speed skipping skip, escape yeah, skipping. or whatever
2: is uh, just a set piece. It makes no sense. It also does nothing story-wise. Yep. It's just a cool thing so that they can lose three TIE Fighters that they would have just shot in any of the other movies. (laughs) In The Force Awakens, they would have just shot them.
1: Yep.
2: Um, So that they can learn that there's a spy. Another thing that kind of doesn't matter. The existence (laughs) of the spy is 100% for plot reasons so that they know... They're on the clock.
1: Yeah, because then the guy just comes out and he goes, "I'm the spy," and then he dies one minute later. I don't know "Mm -hmm."
2: why they couldn't have just had the emperor say, "In sixteen hours, I'm going to start bombing all (laughs) Allied war." Because apparently he just sends blasts out into the universe, saying, "Listen, my plant, my shit's not (laughs) quite ready, but I'm back
1: anytime now." Though you guys are gonna have to watch it. Everybody
2: needs to know that I'm back.
1: You're gonna wanna. You're gonna wanna make sure you fall in line because I'm definitely here and I'm ready to do stuff.
2: Uh, so yeah that was a dumb scene yeah
0: um so I didn't like uh this uh, skipping thing they were doing there and and then the final sort of scene the force healing bit I'm all right with in the sense of you know bringing Ray back or you know if she wasn't actually dead he sort of helped her but then why can't she help him is they just gonna keep kissing back and forth and yeah. bringing each other back to that's life? why he it disappears. Um, they make him disappear so that they don't have decisively. to
1: deal with that problem of them just going. <laughs> well, I'm healing you. Well, then I'm going to heal you back. Well, I'm going to heal you. It doesn't make sense. Why does he disappear? I don't know. But oh boy,
2: yeah. He just gives it up. He just does a. There's a Obi Wan no and backs. Yoda. There's... The only two people we'd seen do... And then, uh, well, I guess now we've seen Luke and Leia do it. So now it's just like, that's how all Jedis
1: die. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a fucking straight-up no-tag-back situation where he healed her, but then she can't heal him because it's... Sorry. She's...
2: It's a real slap in the face to all those Jedis that died in Order 66. Oh, that's the true. They,
1: their bodies just laid there.
2: Yeah, um... they just got <laughs> shot and laid in a big, colorful CGI flower.
1: But then, like, also, she had healed him earlier in the movie. So... It's clearly not a no-tag-back situation. Oh, yeah, tag-backs are allowed. Because after she stabs him, she heals him. Then he heals her, and then she can't heal him because he's gone. Well, he was
2: expecting her to heal him back, but then instead they went in for a big kiss, and then it was too late. (laughs) That's
1: right, they wasted it. They wasted their fucking... There was a refractory period there where they had a chance to fix this. Yeah.
2: That was another dumb moment.
1: Um, sorry, one more. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know this is going to be a this is going to be a three hour pod. I just I don't um, know what you're talking about. We're almost halfway through this. <laughs> I just if we're talking about the last scene, I don't know if he gets into it. But when he's like, "If you kill me out of anger, I will become <laughs> you. It I'll be in your body or whatever. I don't know. You'll figure it out." And then um, she's like, "No, I won't do it." But then she just I mean, she does ice him. Like <laughs> she ices him five minutes later.
2: She just holds up two swords. And then
1: it's like. Bro, if anyone should know by now, your lightning can be reflected back at you. You should be the one to you should know this part. You just stop <laughs> shooting the lightning. You don't have to shoot it anymore. You know?
2: You know how in news radio there's that episode where Jimmy James is going to sell the station. Uh-huh. And they have to convince him and Beth gets real triumphant because she set the clock forward, so... No, it's Matthew. Matthew says, gets real triumphant because they set the clock forward, so it's actually 12.05. And he, and he says... And then he, he says... What did he say? is not well, a fairy says, godmother.
1: Matthew, we're dealing with a major corporation, not magical fairies. Right.
2: <laughs> Well, here's the thing. This was Magical Fairy. So (laughs) the fact that he kills himself with his own lightning is the technicality that prevents his dumb Sith spell from working, right? But
1: why doesn't he stop shooting the lightning?
2: Uh, Why doesn't he ever
1: stop? He didn't stop with Mace, and he doesn't stop here.
2: Here's the thing about Palpatine. The through line through these stories is that he never learns. (laughs) He had tried. He successfully turned Darth Vader, right? Yeah. In a very contrived way at the opera.
1: Well, he told him that uh, Darth whatever even knew how to um, bring people back from the dead or whatever or prevent dying or whatever he says. Mm -hmm.
2: Uh, And so then he later he tries to turn Luke that gets him thrown down a fucking shaft. (laughs) But here he is again with Ray. I know. Same shit. Also, uh, he got his face got all messed messed up and melted, Shooting, trying to shoot lightning bolts at Mace Windu, but he has learned nothing. Just <laughs> literally nothing. Is he's just like- going to go, all right, well, all I know is lightning bolts, and although you do have a lightsaber, I guess I'll just try that again.
1: <laughs> is it like once he starts shooting that lightning, it's like he's gone past the point of no return and it's too late yeah, to stop? Yeah, it's like a
2: fucking feedback loop or something. It's too
1: late to stop. He can't stop now. He's got to shoot all his lightning out. Yeah. So...
2: Palpatine doesn't learn. Yeah,
1: sorry.
0: Simply lost the fight. Um, which brings to a uh, final missed opportunity, which again is something that I gather was filmed, but Disney didn't want used. Was as you saw, saw those Sith acolytes that the Emperor had in his stadium, um, it would have been better as they fought, as she sort of crossed the swords and began to move towards the Emperor if he'd pushed her back and then she's joined by the Force ghosts. I believe they filmed a scene with Luke, Yoda, uh, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mace Windu and Anakin Skywalker. So Hayden Christensen and Ian McGregor had filmed scenes of themselves as Force ghosts and they would join the fight and Qui-Gon Jinn actually as well. Um, and uh, they could then join the fight and push the Emperor back into the throne, and then, you know, eventually he would have been destroyed by by his own power. I'm not entirely a big fan, though, of the, the, the lightning. I'm fine with the... Some people seem to have a problem with the Emperor, like, shooting out all the spaceships. I'm fine with that, you know. He's, he's got all the dark side in him. Where he could... Unlimited power!
2: Uh, the Emperor... Uh, shooting lightning and zapping all the spaceships is uh, no, no more inexplicable to me than the Emperor suddenly having a huge fleet of spaceships. Yeah, yeah, yeah Each exactly. of which can destroy a whole world. Exactly.
1: Who cares? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that hey, didn't bother he me. He got
2: either. those spaceships there. I believe he's got lightning powers. We've the... seen him do lightning before.
1: <laughs> it's one of the few times I didn't look over it and go, what?
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: uh... Oh, by the way, they got Liam Neeson's for this?
2: Can you imagine? Hey, can you imagine that, hey, they paid all those people. They
1: paid Liam Neeson's to like, come in and pretend to be Qui-Gon Jinn again?
2: Like, hey, just because it's not in the movie doesn't mean those people didn't get paid.
1: It's kind of baffling. That ain't how it works. Did they get, they got old-ass Sam Jackson?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sure that it was, he was CGI. Oh, used. just his voice? Back to, you know, that moment when he became a Force ghost, presumably <laughs> halfway down the side of the Senate Tower.
1: But he's not a Force ghost who would appear to like uh, Darth Vader, though. Because he'd just haunt him, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that seeing those guys would have made it any better for me. It probably would have been just weird. Like, ah, now they're all here. Oh, boy, they're all here. Also- hey, where's, uh... <clears throat> where's, the uh, Luminara unduly? Why isn't she here? Also- where's, uh...
1: Since I don't know anything about Star Wars, I am not a keeper of the lore. I don't know how it works. I don't know how you can be dead and then discover how to come back as a Force ghost. (laughs) I don't know how it works, but I thought we had purposely been told that Qui Gon learned how to do it. Yeah, and I didn't think any of those other ones. So who taught Mace Windu? Yeah. So how would Mace Windu have known how to do it? But if you can learn after death, I will. Sure. Yeah. I guess he found him. I don't know.
2: Where's Kit Fisto? How come he didn't get to come back? Yeah. I would just be the whole time. I'd be like, where's Syndralic, the Jedi Swordmaster? Where's he? Um, I wish
1: I could play this game. I don't. I would just be saying, fucking, where's Droopy McCool? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Oh, uh, yeah. He was a secret Jedi. Where's Salacious Crumb? You know? Why come he's not here? <laughs> That's right. Where's Blarg? <laughs> <clears throat>
2: Uh, where's Kiadi Mundi? I can keep it. I can name yeah. more Jedi. Where's Lobot? All right, fine. <laughs> you win. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know that that would have made it better for me. I'm like, huh. It's, I uh, guess she's, she's connected with all the Jedi that came before her, but just these uh, seven that we know.
1: Yeah, that almost certainly would have got a bad reaction out of me.
2: Also, when he started saying in that scene with the Sith Acolytes, I was going to be like, oh, does he know whether they're real or not?
1: <laughs> yeah, you should have listened to this whole fucking oh, email, the have... uh, audio message.
2: <sighs> I, I did, is the thing, but I clearly have forgotten.
0: Smash lightning all the way around the planet. I'm fine with that. But he can also stop. So, you know, while he's casting lightning on it and it's being reflected back to him, just, just stop. Hey, that's, that's what I said! And- You don't. You don't have to do that. Get a lightsaber of your own. You've got one. You know, go do that if you want to fight her. Lightning doesn't seem to be a very effective thing for him against them.
1: Do you think he still has a lightsaber? I don't know. He's got everything else. He's got ninety battleships. Can he have a lightsaber?
2: Why doesn't he have that? Uh, that big claw hand from Enterprise last week come out after?
1: (laughs) That's right. Grab someone, vaporize them. It's it's good. That's a good one to have um he
2: uses he uses a lightsaber in at the end of episode three
1: well he doesn't he get he totally gets two of those jedi right
2: oh yeah for sure the uh windu picked the worst three people (laughs) to come with him because they all go down like chumps
1: they go down hard and uh because it's so badly acted because i don't know if it's just a bad director or if it's they don't know how to do it with the green screen, but he doesn't or just seem just members
2: of the crew in those in those Jedi rubber heads yeah. and not actual
1: actors. Well, I'm saying even Mace doesn't seem that worried about it. Like those guys no, go down on no, right him. He doesn't react. No one reacts to them being cut down. There's no reaction time. at all. He just keeps going about his business. You know, after he slowly walked there.
2: But then, even when Yoda shows up, he's mostly just flinging Tide Pods at him. It's not. Yeah. I don't need him to use a lightsaber. If a big Big mechanical spider legs have come out of the back of that thing and started stabbing at her. That would have been better, I think.
1: Anyway, he asked the important question, why do you keep shooting the lightning? Just stop, uh, it's, stop it's shooting the only the question lightning. that matters. And
2: the, I think the only answer is he's not able to, just like he couldn't stop shooting Mace Windu.
1: That's right. For some reason, he can't. Once he starts, he's got to go until his meter runs out. His Muso meter has to be depleted. Yeah, exactly. If he eats one of those steam buns,
2: though, maybe it'll... Oh by no, the it's way. Musa wine is what you drink to increase your muso meter.
1: By the way, um, it sounds like what they need to do for that game that you play is replace all of the combat with a Dynasty Warriors engine.
2: Uh, if the Star Wars: The Old Republic had Dynasty Warriors combat, it would be a lot more fun.
1: Yeah. That would be a fucking. I would play that game.
2: As you know, though, Dynasty Warriors doesn't work super good multiplayer, and that's <laughs> the that's well, the reason why the gameplay has to be bad in the Old Republic. Is not the way that they've ever
1: done it. Certainly, they've they've <laughs> never found a way to do it.
2: They haven't cracked that nut. No.
0: Like you say, well, so just just don't. I'm less bothered as time goes on with things like horses in space. Um, I'm still not a hundred percent sold on the idea of space horses running across a star destroyer surface, when that star destroyer is at the very least in the upper atmosphere. Was this in the movie we saw?
1: <laughs> there are the people who used to be. Um... Clone storm, soldiers. The former, the former
2: first order troopers.
1: Yeah, so, uh, stormtroopers. Um, then now they're on the planet, the Ewok planet. That's where that thing crashed, right? Uh, maybe
2: a different moon. Okay. I don't know, but it was in that zone.
1: Uh, yeah, they're riding some furry horses. I when I first saw that, uh, the trailer, I thought they were just regular horses, and I was like, wait a minute, where are those horses coming from? But, but they they, they fur a- them up.
2: They brought them up to yeah. when they're fighting on top mm-hmm. of the star destroyers. Okay, I I must not have even noticed that.
1: That's, there's a lot in this movie that I also missed, but yes, I do remember the furry horses fly, uh, running around on the side of that destroyer, and then uh, like BB-8's rolling alongside them and like getting a lot of encouragement. Okay, Finn's shouting at him like, "You're doing real good, buddy," and I'm like, "Who's this for?" Yeah, the th- only
2: the thing I remember is when they said they're going to commandeer one of the deck guns and shoot it at uh-huh. the control tower, and then it took like 15 minutes, and I was very surprised.
1: Yeah, they couldn't come up with enough stuff for them to do up there, but they needed to keep interspersing the action. Right. So, yes, it takes a long time.
2: When they finally turned that thing on it and shot it, I was like, they hadn't done that already? (laughs) I
1: thought thought this was the
2: further adventures of the stuff going on up there (laughs) after they did
1: that. Yep.
0: It would be a bit nippy and a bit windy, you would imagine. Um, So I wasn't entirely sure about that. And of course.
2: Uh, My feeling is, if any environment where humans can survive without protection is probably okay for a horse.
1: Yeah. uh, They seem pretty hardy. What I didn't understand is, like, how were they up there at all? Yeah. Like, how... Where were those ships?
2: (laughs) They were about 5,000 feet up, just one mile high.
1: And they weren't moving? They were completely stationary? So stationary that you could, like, run around up there? Uh Uh-huh, yeah, they were Um, using their uh, Grav jets to (laughs) hover. Well, anyway, there's a lot going on in that scene.
0: For sure. The problem.
2: Oh, by the way, spoilers for uh, Rise of Skywalker.
0: Whatever, it's been
1: out.
2: I don't think we mentioned it, but... It's
1: been out a month.
0: Yeah. Main problem they had was trying to cram everybody into every bit. Um... You know they tried to keep them together, which helps sell the story. But there was still too many bits of it. Was kind of like, oh, we forgot about this person. We forgot about this person. Let's go do that. So, I think there were some missed. Uh, were quite a lot of missed opportunities, but it was, yeah, it it wasn't great. And I suppose that's the thing is that it, you know between the hype, and the potential that it, I think it did have, you know, um, I think re Being Palpatine was something that I had thought about from the first of the new trilogy. Her fighting style seemed to indicate a natural connection to Palpatine. What?
1: I don't know that I've never seen him fight. I mean, we did in those prequels a little bit, but I don't remember. Did he fight with sticks a lot? I don't remember what he did.
2: Didn't he do an M. Bison thing (laughs) where he held his lightsabers in front of him and then he did a fucking did a flaming torpedo? (laughs) That's right.
1: Yep, just like a uh, bison.
2: Yeah, I had not considered that she would be end up being Palpatine's granddaughter.
1: I I didn't consider that a possibility because I didn't know what that would do for the story.
2: Because Palpatine doesn't seem like he fucks.
1: Yeah, I guess so.
2: <sighs> like that's he. Uh, like he watches other people fuck.
1: Oh, he does seem like that. Yes, he definitely yeah, would watch sure, someone like,
2: fuck. for sure. Yeah. But actually getting into it. Oh, he
1: 100% watched Anakin and and Pat Bay fuck.
2: Here is is my problem with Palpatine appearing in this at all. Mm. The Palpatine that is good is Senator and Chancellor Palpatine Mm. manipulating things behind the scenes, uh, doing the long, careful seduction of Anakin Skywalker, setting up Count Dooku to get his head all cut off, etc. Sure. Emperor Palpatine is not interesting.
1: Emperor Palpatine just goes, No, 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 no. (laughs) That's...
2: By the way, that's solid. Oh, that that's a a pretty. That's pretty good.
1: Should I put that in my, with my Watto impression?
2: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it turns out Star Wars impressions are kind of your thing. So maybe you should get more into the lore. I should. So I you should
1: can... become a keeper of the lore. Well, right. now I can't because I'm already so mad about the sh- about everything that happened. <laughs> it, like, imagine if you're a Star Wars mega nerd. Like, well, you're way more into it than me. Surely, you must be more upset than I am. Because, uh, like, I don't really care. Like, I it doesn't matter to me. I don't spend any time thinking about Star Wars. It's not, like, the way I feel about Star Trek, where I know all of the things that happened in it. I
2: was hanging out with uh, Katie and one of her work friends, and is, I think it was after... Oh, geez. Maybe after Rogue One had come out. Mm. And someone was like, did you see that? And I said, yeah. And Katie said, you just got a complicated relationship with Star Wars. <laughs> And I said, yeah, I like how much of it there is.
1: <laughs> that's right. You like just the sheer availability. Right. Yeah. But
2: most of it's pretty poor. And having read all of those now decanonized mm-hmm. uh, expanded universe novels, I to, my, there's actually not that much in there that's a good fun idea. Yeah, It's mostly... Someone is writing a novel about something that we saw three minutes of in Empire Strikes Back, but they, but you know, what if this same scenario but four thousand years earlier, and it's the whole novel? Yeah, and you're like, I actually kind of don't want to know anymore. Like these ideas aren't good, right. so, uh, so it doesn't pain me that they. You know, like, oh, hey, uh, now they can whip, uh, he, he rips her rosary off right through the force. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: It's a new power, but don't worry. Yeah, They're going to do it 500 more times now.
2: That's fine. That's the That would be about the 900th dumbest thing that happened in these novels, for sure. Okay. Like, so, the force is whatever each writer wants it to be, so who cares?
1: So it doesn't feel the way I felt when the J.J. Abrams Star Trek came out, and I went, what the fuck's happening here? Well, no, because that was much worse. Oh, what the fuck's happening here? What are we doing? Wait, they're all they're all teenagers? And every week they have different jobs, jobs and, identities? and identities? Yeah, for sure. I don't understand. That, uh, that was transparent. I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I couldn't even get through the, the premise of the movie was so baffling, I couldn't focus on what was happening in that film. No,
2: what bugs me about Rise of Skywalker is that I liked The Force Awakens. Oh, and then and it undoes l- all of it. And I even liked the Last Jedi, and but now this is the tag on the end of it.
1: Uh, so it's kind of the opposite of the trilogy, where everyone was pretty sure the third one was the best of the three. The prequels, you mean? Sorry, the prequel trilogy. Yeah, where everyone was like, "Oh, Episode Three, it's actually it's not as bad, so maybe that's right." It's not a bad way to end it, or whatever. But this is the opposite.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, we still got a couple minutes to go. Let's uh, let's run through it.
0: I don't mind that he's got some children somehow, um, or at least a kid. Um, that's fine, but it just seems like...
2: How shitty must that kid have been? Which kid? Like, which kid? Uh, Palpatine's
1: Oh, yes. Son. Well. He... Daughter? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember which one was his kid, actually. <laughs> uh, wh- uh, either way... Uh,
2: His plan was like, nah, fuck those guys. You could kill those guys. You bring me me that granddaughter.
1: That's right. My kid sucks, I know that.
2: I know this kid, he's a real piece of shit.
1: Skips generations. He's always using his trust
2: fund, telling people I'm the son of the emperor. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I'm Sheev Jr.
2: That's right.
0: (laughs) So many missed opportunities there. Um, In particular around the idea that Kylo and Rey connect through the Force or something there, which is very similar to a story that they told in the Clone Wars about um, about the Force, about being in balance. And there was a father of the Force, and there was a daughter and a son of the Force. The daughter represented the pure light. Do
2: you remember this arc where they uh, Anakin goes and visits this planet there where it's basically three gods? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> not one of the better parts of okay. the clone wars for me. Uh missed opportunities is something that I say about a mediocre thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before we get around to missed opportunities with Rise of Skywalker, I want all of the bad and baffling things removed. Yeah. And then we can talk about what could have been.
1: There's like you're, like a good one how ballless are these people? They, like, put in things that might be interesting ideas and then immediately go, nah, but it didn't happen, though. Like, oh, maybe she lost control of her powers because of her anger and because maybe because she's Sheev's granddaughter and she killed Chewbacca. Right. And then, like, well, anyway, five, five minutes later, don't worry, she didn't.
2: Anyway, there was another transport that <laughs> yeah. not only Ray but us, we never saw. And no one ever some, saw it.
1: And someone just says it. There was a second transport. There must have been a second transport. Or, like, we well, uh, eat shit. A character who has always sucked, C-3PO, is finally going to do something heroic and have his mind wiped. Don't worry, though, R2-G2's got backup. It's cool. It's It's all cool. What is the point of those beats, then, if you're not even going to do them? It is very It could have been something for Rey to deal with and um, either push her closer to the dark side for a while before she finally comes around or push her away from the dark side because of what it's already cost her or something. It could have been some psychological stuff there, but nah. Don't worry, I, she didn't listen, kill Chewbacca, it's fine. It could have been a lot of things,
2: but I don't want to talk about coulda bens yes. until we get Han Solo appearing as a memory <laughs> yeah. out of this movie.
1: For a second I was like, is he a force ghost? He looks he looks different. He looks normal. He doesn't look like a force ghost. Oh, this is just a straight fucking like I'm imagining talking to my dad. This is a
2: this is, oh, it's an hallucination. Yes. Now we're seeing one a those, hallucination. One
1: of those hallucinations that everybody has in sci fi. Mm-hmm
0: the sun represented the pure dark and they lived on this um, mystical planet and there was an early review of the script that was supposedly going to incorporate that um, storyline and that place. I think that would have made uh, possibly for a better movie. I think I would have appreciated it a bit more because it would have been a bit more of a deeper movie. I think um Bringing the Emperor back the way that it happened, and because of having to rewrite a lot of the previous episode, or feeling that they had to rewrite a lot of the previous episode, I think they ended up trying to cram a whole trilogy into one movie. It just didn't have the time to breathe and sit and let me think about anything that was happening on screen. It was just SMASH! Yeah! You know, you remember this? Go, go, go. Do you remember that video game where that guy pulled the Star Destroyer out of the sky? Well, we can do that in the movies too. Here, look. Look, they're wrestling over a Star Shuttle. Oh, no, it blew up. Um, Yeah. There was a lot. I mean, the best thing was the little tiny mechanic. um, Baba... Baba, Baba Ganesh or something? It's
2: <laughs> Baba Frick. I don't
1: feel good about it. Knowing it? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter because the chimp welder's all that matters. Literally, there's one takeaway in the entire film. There's one thing that has lasting impact that matters, and it's chimp welder.
2: Teach chimpanzees to Tig weld.
1: I fucking hope his name is chimp welder.
2: Oh, chimp welder. Now, to me, chimp welder sounds like a sports writer. <laughs> he's the third. He's like the third most famous sports writer in the Dallas market. Is chimp welder. <laughs>
1: That's right. From the Dallas Star, we've got Chimp Welder. Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, there's nothing wrong with Babu Frick, except that that whole visit to that planet is unnecessary. Yes.
1: Please don't introduce us to. I guess what ended up being Carrie Russell.
2: Yes, it did end up being Carrie Russell. It doesn't matter.
1: A suit, so you can't see who she is. But Uh, like. I'm ninety oh, percent
2: sure that whole arc is there so you know Poe is straight. That's
1: what I was gonna say so don't worry though she's there so you know Poe it doesn't have uh, the hots for Finn right so
2: that everyone so we're everyone, shutting that we're we're giving you one of these shipping arcs and we're not giving yes. you the other one so
1: everyone who was hoping there would be a gay in space sorry that's not this that's not this trilogy or whatever. Uh, because I don't understand what their backstory is, and we don't have time to tell it, so yep. let's not get into it. How about that? And then she shows up in the last battle, and it's like, I don't care about that. B-
2: because, by the way, it's extremely easy to write around that. Don't have C-3PO have the information in his brain. <laughs> That's
1: right, yep. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: um. He was, uh, he was adorable. Uh, obviously designed to sell merch, but uh, I quite enjoyed and uh, seeing some more detailed aliens um, who actually interact with the world. Um, it's one thing that you know, Star Wars has tended to be able to do quite, quite well. I think. Uh, our alien characters who seem like they come with a whole other world behind them that if anybody wanted to, they could dive into. Um, so it's. it's pretty bad i thought um maybe on par with phantom menace but for very different reasons agreed um in terms of where i would rank it in the in the trilogy i think it has to be pro- probably at the bottom or second bottom um but maybe
2: yeah uh Attack of the Clones is so hard to watch.
1: Attack of the Clones is the one with the dialogue that just makes you go, huh. The
2: dialogue is extremely bad. Hmm. It It's full of very distracting stuff, too, like, why is Obi-Wan Kenobi friends with Dexter Jetster? <laughs> the guy why in the is diner. Their, is there a 50s diner <laughs> yes. here?
1: Just like uh, uh, America on Earth in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. That makes sense. That's a reference they'd have. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh, death Sticks. <laughs> um, death Death Sticks is, of course, very bad. Uh, everything that happens on Kamino, what?
2: If if Count Dooku wants Amidala killed, why does it go through this crazy chain of <laughs> delegations where... Dooku awesome. hires Jango Fett. Jango Fett sends <laughs> that shapeshifter. The shapeshifter uh-huh. sends out a robot, and the robot drops a bunch of bugs in her room.
1: Yeah. Also, put her next to that big, big fucking room full of windows where she'll definitely yeah, be yeah. safe. And then also, if she's going to go into hiding, send her back to her home planet where no one will find her. Fucking yeah. a, dude.
2: In the deleted scene, she there's she has uh, she and Anakin have dinner with her parents. So like, uh, definitely would have been a place I'd be <laughs> yeah. looking for her. Ah, uh, she went. Right uh, but back you know, to she's home. probably safe there because Captain Panaka or what. Whatever is there, and uh, uh the guy the other guy who reminds us reminds me of our dad who talks about how it must be an invasion. It must be they lost name.
1: communications, that means it's an invasion. Not like let's reset the system and check again in ten minutes. Exactly. Yeah.
2: No uh, fucking space AT&T drop the call. Comcast
1: fucking shit. Uh,
2: this is uh this is the part where I'm supposed to go online to Read <laughs> like to restart my router, but I can't.
1: My internet doesn't work, guys. It seemed, I don't know why you can't get this. <laughs> uh,
2: thir- Thirty seconds left. Let's see what what else he has to say.
0: Over time, you know, as, I, as we then get the three movies available to watch at home, it might be worth thinking about again. But yeah, not not great. I didn't I didn't think so. And I can uh, I believe tell from your tone and maybe directly that you felt some similar um, disappointment with the movie. Anyway, thanks very much, guys, and I look forward to hearing back from you and uh, getting, hopefully, over the next week, uh, Fun with Flags round two sent on as well. Anyway, good luck. Have fun. Bye.
2: We've got it. Uh, He did send Fun with Flags this morning. Uh, I think, given that we're an hour and a half in, probably makes sense to put that off till the next mailbag.
1: If you want. I'm down. That's all I'm saying. I got nowhere to go.
2: We can do it. I can describe flags for another half hour for sure. (laughs) Let's
1: do it. No, let's do it. All right. Here it is. Can this be my life? I want these hours back. to have a drop ready like four of those ago (laughs) well
2: but you had to commission one from the magic cloaks and i know that takes time
1: yeah they're hard to reach because they're (laughs) they're blowing up right now so
2: (laughs) we uh we have round two i think we're just gonna do the first half of round two here yeah so all of the winners that we sent back to the judges are in and i believe we have been reseeded again by gdp okay so, the first match is number one, Old Glory, the USA, mm. versus Lebanon. Uh, everyone knows what our flag looks like. Lebanon, just to remind you, is a red, double white red, horizontal bands uh, with a...
1: <laughs> a stylized uh, tree that is very hard Local to city
2: council drawing of a <laughs> cedar tree.
1: That's right. If, you know what? If that was a good tree, I would be tempted to put it ahead of USA, but it is not a good tree.
2: It's not a good tree. Uh, Lebanon, I think, was in our last round. It beat Romania, which is just blue, yellow, red, tricolor. Yeah.
1: It came up against a pretty uninspired. Flag.
2: Right. Um. I don't think the USA is going to be the eventual winner here. No. There are better flags in this left in the brackets. I mean, honestly, but...
1: I, I might take either of the next two
2: yeah possibly uh i'm for sure on one i have to think about the other yeah but uh yeah uh usa is going to sneak through to the next round that's just what happens because lebanon's there's uh it's just just so little verisimilitude in that tree
1: when you are seated one you get the you get the chaff and uh honestly that doesn't make sense in this case but that's what happened
2: <laughs> it did it did end up happening <laughs> yeah uh, the second match this week is China. Uh, everyone knows the flag of China; it's a red flag with uh, five gold stars
1: in the Canton. But one of them is a big mama star.
2: One of them is real big.
1: Yeah, Mama's and that is up against Macau, which is the green Macau. flag, the nice green that I kind of like, uh, with some kind of white water lily or lotus or whatever, uh, and then also five stars, and one of them's maybe like a Big Brother star, a little bit bigger. Yeah, a little bigger than the others. Yeah. Uh, the worst thing
2: about the flag of Macau is the sudden introduction of the gold
1: stars. Yeah, we talked about this. I wish those were white. If they if were they white, were, that's yeah. such a great clean design.
2: Yeah, I would also probably pick a different green,
1: a I darker like green, perhaps. I like or the one with screen. less blue in it. This reminds me of an A's road uniform. I like this green.
2: I do think that Macau has a better flag than China. China's flag works as a flag. It's pretty easy to draw. The branding it's, is
1: kind of on point.
2: It's two colors. It's well-branded. Um, it is uh, an obvious yes. sister to the USSR flag. Yeah,
1: you lose points for originality, guys. You didn't right. get it. Uh,
2: the flag of Macau, uh, I could see someone saying looks too modern corporate like almost. It, yeah or it, in fact it does look a little bit corporate for me though i think it's better than the chinese flag
1: yeah it looks like a really classy i don't know like uh uh fucking medical society or something i
2: logo. mean uh sure except uh colors and shapes it's also
1: a little bit like a starbucks cup also we talked about how a lot of people think it looks like adidas so and the adidas <laughs> logo yeah that too yeah uh yeah, so we're in agreement there. Third match, we got Japan. That's a that's a simple one. White flag, red circle, right in the yep. middle. Uh, versus the Czech Republic, which is uh, again white on top of red with a blue triangle on the uh, flagpole side. So, <sighs> two pretty simple ones.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I said this before. The big problem I have with the Japanese flag when I see it is that I remember
1: that they used to have a better flag. Yeah, the downgrade is in your head. But right. what are you going to do? They That it was the, the fascism. They had to get rid of it. Yep. They got rid of the
2: rays of the rising sun, and now it's just, why is that sun red? I <laughs> guess it's still rising, but
1: it's, it's rising, but it's rising in a real democratic way. Yeah, that's right.
2: Uh, I still prefer it to the flag of the Czech Republic.
1: I agree. The Czech Republic is better than a regular tricolor flag, but it isn't there's not a lot happening. no. And
2: like there's ten of these flags that look sort of like that. And mm-hmm. if you show me that one, I wouldn't
1: say that's the Czech Republic.' It'd be one of those central or Eastern European ones, right yeah.
2: Round four, we have the flag of Burkina Faso. That's a hmm. uh, red over green horizontal uh, bicolor with a gold star in the middle.
1: That must have been against a weak opponent, is my guess.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, in fact, I think that one may have. Uh, it was was against uh, the nation of Germany. It was against oh. the German flag. Well, there you go then. <laughs> yeah, but I believe that was a split decision
1: that we threw to the
2: judges. Okay,
1: maybe uh, not. And then uh, that's against Egypt, which is red, white, black, top to bottom tricolor with a like a gold eagle thing in the middle. But I yep. don't know if that's stylized writing.
2: Uh, no, it's not in this case. Okay. It's, it is just uh, too small for the details to be seen at any reasonable depiction of the flag. Okay. So there's <laughs> mistakes on both of these flags. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. The uh, the gold star should be white and should be bigger. Yep. For Burkina uh, Faso, the the eagle is a mistake in the Egyptian flag. <laughs> Whoopsie take. It's just, there's just no possible way to see the detail unless you were looking at an
1: actual flag. Oh yeah, this representation. It's not. It doesn't look like anything. Right. Um. To me the mistakes of the Burkina Faso are so basic, it's like, how the fuck did you mess this up? Yeah. That green is ugly. That gold should be white. Like, don't do that. I have to pick Egypt on this one, even though it's a red-white-black tricolor with an eagle on it. It's not, there's nothing special happening. I am afraid that I agree.
2: Yeah. Uh, Our fifth match is the Union Jack of the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Versus the flag of Serbia, which is a red, blue, white horizontal triband,
1: with the coat of arms of Serbia, including the crown, yeah, including the big old crown, and uh, on the crest there's a dub- one of them double-headed eagles they love so much in that part yep. of the world.
2: Yeah, and in fact, inside of that, I think is another smaller <laughs> coat I think of arms.
1: Yep, there's a uh, smaller one in the the eagle I guess is holding.
2: It's a little bit displaced to the left. Yeah. Uh, it appears to me as if it would be centered if the flag was a square. Okay. Yep. I do like that asymmetry, but I don't know. Uh, I feel like it. it's the Union Jack is uh, just a little bit ahead of the game here.
1: I agree. I'm in agreement. I don't. The It's just the crest. It's, it's so busy. There's just a lot in it. So, yeah. Uh, next, we got France. We all know it: blue, white, red. More appropriately, blue, white, red. Um, yep. And then you got Bangladesh, which <laughs> <laughs> it's very simple. <laughs> I just again, there are some basic things that are wrong with it. But anyway, it's a green flag with oh, uh, that that Japanese red circle, that rising sun. But it's displaced to the left. But not in a way that I really understand. It is not
2: uh, It is not what I think was done with the Serbian flag, where it would <laughs> yes. be centered if it were a square. It's as if it, the flag is like 2.9 to 1, and yeah. it is centered as if it was 3 to 2. Yes. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a very strange. Um, it feels like a printing the, mishap. The green is Miami Hurricanes green in a weird
1: way, uh-huh. and the
2: red is too of, pink.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, it's kind of a light red. It's Although right on this thing right next to it, it looks like the French red, but... Yeah, it is similar, I guess. I don't know if these are accurate color-wise, but... No. Uh, well, if France wins and I don't like it, because France is, has a very boring flag, but I don't understand what Bangladesh is up to.
2: Yeah, again, I suspect it must have been against a weaker opponent in mm-hmm. its round. Let me see if I can just find it real quick. Luckily, it's a very distinctive flag.
1: We'll probably get some good matchups in round two, but I suspect round three is when we'll start to see the the real matches between quality opponents
2: oh yeah bangladesh went up against the bonkers flag of uzbekistan
1: <laughs> okay good <laughs> yeah uzbekistan its, had some choices also that i didn't with understand a uh,
2: white crescent and 12 stars arranged in a crazy <laughs> pattern
1: what was it one two three three three
2: one two three 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 okay uh, light blue, why. white, green with red separating. Uh, that flag is uh, crazy go nuts. Well, that so. matches
1: the lyrics of their national anthem, which goes one, two, three, three, three. That's, That's how correct. it goes. <laughs> uh,
2: round seven, we have the flag of India: orange, white, green. Yeah, with a uh, blue something in the middle.
1: To me, it looks like a wheel, but a, I don't know, like a
2: sun or a wheel could or something.
1: Be a flower, maybe. I don't understand what it is.
2: And It's up against the flag of Chile. Texas
1: sorry Chile yes
2: it's, it's uh, one of
1: those that looks like uh, if it was Cuba or Puerto Rico or Dominican Republic or Texas or Chile or whatever I j- I don't know right yep it white is, on red with a blue with a blue square up on the corner with a white with star a single white star in it yeah
2: um, which is a fine there's there's a reason that appears on a lot of flags there's mm-hmm. kind of nothing wrong with that arrangement but it's not distinctive whereas the flag of India, uh, pretty distinctive.
1: Yep, I agree with that.
2: I gr- I grant you that the flag of Ireland is similar, sure, in terms of colors, but the the blue wheel in the center sets it apart, and it's entirely constrained within the white border, so it doesn't
1: violate any of the rules of heraldry, which is, which is very important on this podcast in general. Yeah. Yeah, I I'll pick India. All right. So
2: so far, no conflicts in the uh, early. Early going here in round two, but we have the flag of Albania. Okay. This is a bright red flag yeah. with a black double-headed eagle on it. Okay, this very cool.
1: Definitely looks like the flag a bad guy would have in a in a movie or a sci-fi or anything.
2: Against the somewhat strange flag of Pakistan with a which is a green flag that is there's just enough white on the left to make the green part a square. I think yes. And And inside the
1: green is a crescent and a star. Yeah, but
2: tilted up like a satellite dish.
1: That's right. That's how we described it before.
2: It's pointing at the upper corner, maybe. Actually, maybe not.
1: It does kind of look like maybe it's pointed just below it. Yeah. Why? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway. It's a, very, it's a very good question. <clears throat> you know, when I first looked at this, I thought this was a pretty easy win for Pakistan, but that's because I couldn't see that white bar on the side again. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: it's weirdly it is much better without that, huh?
1: Yeah, I always I just put my finger over here and it just I was like, oh, that's a good looking flag. And then they just complicate it for no reason. Like it
2: adds a little bit of visual interest, but it makes no sense. Like if there was another white bar on the other side, maybe.
1: Yeah, I could go for that. Something like that? I could
2: do that. I don't know. Albania is an extremely basic flag. It seems like something a crusader would have carried into battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got that weird cool eagle that they love so much yep. in that part of the world.
1: Uh, uh, But look, the color choice. There's no weird choices being made. They don't add any weird sections to it that don't really make sense with the rest of the flag or anything. They're keeping it sort of simple. I go with Albania on this one. I don't know how you feel.
2: I think I am unsure how I feel. <laughs> I guess given given that probably the wise move is just to let Albania through. Okay. I like the colors in the pack in the B- Pakistani flag. Yes, me the too. green and white I think work very well together, but mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> if they didn't is- have that white bar in there, I think I would I would have picked Pakistan.
2: It's just a little
1: off. Yep. It's just a little off. Next is uh, Jamaica. Jamaica
2: versus Colombia. Everyone knows the flag of Jamaica. It's on every piece of weed paraphernalia, but it it's uh quarter diagonally green and black with a uh, yellow bands. So,
1: yep. Uh you've seen cool runnings. Exactly. Uh, Columbia's uh, one of the two flags with the double yellow, blue, red, top to bottom.
2: This is the one with no seal? Yes. But somehow that makes it more odd to me.
1: (laughs) This one is the one that really looks like an Atari game. Yeah. (laughs) You're just like, what am I looking at?
2: This is for sure, like, there should be a a little black stick figure man doing hacky sack in this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they only had access to four colors or whatever. Um... I'm gonna go Jamaica on this one. It's not that I hate Colombia's flag, but I definitely think it must have met someone weak in the first round.
2: Uh, probably. In fact, I think it was not the first one of those we no, saw. No, the
1: first one was. Uh, it went up against
2: Azer- Azerbaijan, which okay. again is the light blue, red, green, a <sighs> uh, horizontal triband. The hell with a uh, the crescent and seven or nine pointed star. I'd have to count. It
1: makes me mad when yeah. people use colors like that. Uh, next we have uh, Canada, a, a listener favorite. Yes. Uh, you know what it is. It's got the maple leaf. Um, and then the Philippines, blue on top of red, but it's got a white triangle on the side with uh, a bunch a, of stars. Uh, well, three stars a s- and a sun. And a sun. In yeah. gold. In gold on
2: white, which <laughs> is a sin, a yeah. vexillogical sin.
1: I don't know about and- you. I don't need any time on this one.
2: Yeah, now Canada's gone through. Yeah. It's uh it's it's one there's one point of interest in the Canadian flag that makes it not just a uh try a doubled tri band.
1: Yep. Uh, but it makes the branding strong, man.
2: But it's super big, the branding is very strong. Yep. It's a it's a little bit stylized. The Canadian flag is a st- very strong flag.
1: I agree. Uh, the
2: Russian flag is not.
1: Yeah, we got a couple of template flags here. So we yeah. got Russia, which is just they absolutely fucked up the order on this white, blue, red, top to bottom tricolor. So you got that white just bleeding off into nowhere on top. Yep. And then you got Denmark, which is the Danabrog. It's, uh, it's a Nordic cross, uh, red with a white cross. Yep. Um, to me, it's Denmark. It's a nice, clean Nordic uh, it doesn't have anything weirdly bleeding off into the middle of nowhere. It's not a it's true. It's not an amazingly unique flag because of all the other Nordic cross flags. But yep. uh, to me, it's a win. And I I agree. Uh, we do have a unique
2: flag in the next round. <laughs> yeah, this is the one where I would never be able to draw it because yes. I don't know. This is the flag of South Korea. Yeah, which unless you've Unless you really have spent a lot of time drawing it's it going to be a tough one.
1: Yeah, I might remember the red on top of blue and that yin-yang in the middle.
2: Right, red right on top of blue, but also that the yin-yang is divided
1: horizontally and not vertically. I, I, I might be able to remember that, but I definitely wouldn't be able to remember the little pictographs on it. Could
2: you remember which four trigrams are represented yeah. and which four are not? It's, That's very challenging. Yeah. But it is a very distinctive flag. No other flags look like it.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't even think it looks that bad. It's just once you drill down into the details, you go, wow, there's a lot there.
2: No, and it even commits the sin of being a white flag. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of that space is filled up. Yeah. So it's not even, you don't even have trouble really finding the boundaries for it. So.
1: And that goes against Sudan, which is of a color scheme like many in the area. Uh, it is a red, white, black top to bottom tricolor, but it's got one of them green triangles.
2: Yep, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's boring.
1: Yep, I, I would take South Korea here.
2: Next, uh, next we have the flag of Laos, which is red navy doubled and then red uh, horizontally with a white circle in the middle. Where whatever was supposed to be there didn't show
1: up. <laughs> we assume it was the president's, the king's, fa- president. What do they have? Some, yeah, premier something like that. The premier's face was supposed to be in there, but then uh, they, they got they had to send it to the printers when it was too late. Um, up against
2: the five stylized petal flag of Hong Kong.
1: Yeah, with the little stars in each uh, in each petal. Yep, it keeps it, it clean the, though, man. Either the pistols or the stamens. I don't remember. It's just uh, red and white, so the colors are all simple. It looks great just a great design yep
2: it is again it is of a more modern type it is like a yeah. corporate logo yep but it's well done
1: yeah oh as yeah if, if like under that flag... if under that it said starfish ink or something you'd be like oh, right. oh cool yeah exactly
2: yeah. Uh, as much as i like the flag of laos and that white circle in the middle is very just dis- always very distracting to me <laughs> yep uh i think hong kong has a better flag i agree
1: a lot Of agreements this time, yeah. Uh, Botswana Ooh, will
2: it continue?
1: Botswana's got like kind of a tar heel Carolina blue going yeah. on, with yeah. A, it's
2: it's lighter even than a UN blue, yeah. It's got a, a
1: black stripe right down the middle, but the it's got white borders that black stripe,
2: yeah. Uh, it's a very good color combination, I like, I like it a lot. <laughs> It does definitely looks like the top of a football helmet.
1: Yeah, like if you were looking at some bad graphics. Like, uh, again, Atari. Like the top of an Atari helmet.
2: Yep. Uh, But it's very good color scheme. Turkmenistan is one of the wild flags.
1: Yeah, it's got uh, one of them designs uh, along the side yeah, that, looks, that represents
2: their traditional carpet industry.
1: Yeah, but then it's not all the way at the side. There's still some green on the other side. So it's a green flag. It's got the carpeting, but there's some green on the other side. Then it's got a crescent and five stars.
2: Five stars, but they're in like a bow tie shape or a wishbone shape. Yes. Uh, and, and bow tie shape. and then But also it's pointed in a different orientation than you usually see. Yep. It's a very strange... Yeah, and it's like unique... up in the
1: corner of the green. It's...
2: yep. Yeah. It's a a very unique one-of-a-kind flag for sure. I'm not surprised that it passed through its first round. I think I like the Botswana flag better.
1: And we agree again. Uh, Yeah, if you're just looking for unique, Turkmenistan would definitely score high, but it's not as pleasing a design.
2: Well, and I think part of the problem is that there's another flag.
1: Yes, that does it better. That does it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: next round Oh, two flags with seals in them yeah. uh we have the flag of mexico green white red tricolor with uh that great uh eagle eating a snake yeah this is like a whole thing about the discovery of mexico where the founding oh. of mexico or something. i
1: thought this was maybe like the eagle was eating the snake that ate um <laughs> what's his name's mom
2: benjamin franklin's mom <laughs> no john adams his <laughs> m- wife or something yeah <laughs>
1: Dude, Japanese comics have always been the best <laughs> comics, and it started long ago, 18-fucking-60s or whatever it started. Uh,
2: anyway, you know, that's the uh, story of the founding of Mexico City or something okay. depicted in the middle of this flag. Bolivia is red, yellow, green, uh, with a crazy seal in the middle. Does, Does it have is, one of those gnome I was hats?
1: ask if it has a gnome hat. I think it might. Let me see. Uh,
2: I think... Color-wise, uh, Mexico has a big edge here.
1: Yeah, I would agree entirely. Yep, there's a gnome hat. Uh, the bird's okay. looking at it. This is the one the bird's looking at.
2: Uh, the bird's looking at the gnome hat. Okay, that's fun.
1: Bird wants to wear the gnome hat. I don't blame him. I want to wear the gnome hat. But I think Mexico, since they both have a complex seal in the middle, Mexico's color scheme is better. They're pretty similar. They both have red and uh, and green, but it's the yellow against versus the white. And, uh... This next
2: one needs talking about. Okay. So uh our final match for this half of round two is gonna be Indonesia versus Israel. Yeah. The flag of Indonesia is red over white. That's it. That's, That's it.
1: The whole game. Uh
2: so the question then immediately becomes how did that get through? <laughs> yeah, who did that beat? And the answer to that question is it beat the crazy go nuts flag of Bosnia and Herzegovina. Hold no, on, let me
1: which round was that?
2: Uh, Round one. Last match of
1: round one. Uh... Oh, yeah. I see it. Oh, yeah. The one that looks like it's a fucking uh, strange real flag, but they messed up.
2: Yeah, so it's first of all, it's fucking blue angels, blue and gold. And the gold is in the form of a triangle that, again, is just somewhere in the middle of the flag.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah,
2: And then there are and what did we count? Seven, eight stars, but one's cut in half.
1: Yes. One's half at the top, half's at the bottom. Right.
2: Uh, running down the line next to that. That flag is crazy. Yeah, so that's how it's Indonesia ins- got through. It's literally an insane flag, and that's the reason Indonesia went through. Yeah, if they'd made Israel- almost any choices right on that other flag, it probably would have won. Israel was a judge's decision. Mm. Uh, it went up against... Turkey. Turkey. Uh, yeah another uh, so two strong uh, Tunisia actually oh, Tunisia, One of okay. is Tunisia two flags with strong emblems in the middle basic but good color schemes yeah this one we threw to the judges
1: yep so is, uh, Israel and, and made it through
2: Israel was returned and Israel is of course a much stronger flag than Indonesia
1: great branding it, it does have the problems of having a little bit of white on top and a little bit of white on bottom um, yes. I wish it was just blue but it, it does look pretty crisp overall. Yeah. Yeah. So, so man we didn't re- we don't have to send anything to Barry.
2: Uh, not from this round. We yeah. still have half of the round two competitions to go. Just peeking ahead. There's some There's ones, some man. very strong flags in that but there's also that, I uh, think some gnome hats.
1: I see at least there's, one. There's definitely
2: a, one a gnome hat at least <laughs> Um. Uh, some of our more interesting flags are in this next matchup. Kazakhstan uh nepal nepal yeah well, uh, especially flag, a lot of them Belarus again f- flags where writing appears to to be things
1: uh-huh oh yeah you got Iran uh fabian's hanging out uh
2: so good stuff to look forward to we have two more uh two more nordic crosses that the two opposite twins are coming up not yeah. against each other yet but they're both in the next round so Definitely some good stuff coming up the next time we do uh,
1: what's now called Flags of the World. Well, we never named it, I guess. So. Yeah. Um, all right. But next time's a Star Trek.
2: It sure is. Next time we'll be talking about Week 74. Yeah. Uh, which is Requiem for Methuselah.
1: That's going to suck.
2: The Best of Both
1: Worlds Part 2.
2: Okay.
1: All right. Hippocratic Oath. That sounds like that must suck
2: probably gonna suck uh scientific method
1: that's probably gonna suck
2: (laughs) and countdown
1: i don't know what to make of enterprise anymore apparently we're just never gonna end this arc it's gonna go on forever so (laughs) enjoy Uh, that there's
2: there's a probably a couple more uh but the season ends in week 76 so we are closing in.
1: All right, good. Uh, yeah. So that's it, everybody. Send us more mail. Now that we've done a non-Star Trek pod, you should have something to react to. Um, that's at BrotherDate on the Twitter machine. Send us stuff to brothers at BrotherDate.com on the email. You can go to BrotherDate.com. You can find us all over the internet. You can just ask Alexa to play the podcast. That'll work, right? I would do it. I disconnected Alexa a long time ago. so now I think the I problem
2: is it. if you tell Alexa something and then say brother date, the FBI comes.
1: <laughs> is that the problem with our show? Is that it?
2: No. The problem with our show is it's a
1: bad show. Oh, right. I thought you had found the singular problem with it that would solved. No. It. If we could just no, rename it something cool like uh, fucking we dinosaur We could have the jets. show
2: Vagina Products MacGyver Ooh. and we would have had the same problem. All right. Well.
1: Um, as you believe, so shall you do, so shall you do, so do it. I was busy thinking about a very
2: traumatic thing that happened while you were getting the car.
1: <laughs> Is this a good time to talk about it?
2: No. I mean, absolutely not. <laughs>